and we will, I will read Psalm 116, verses 1 through 5. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplication. Because he inclined his ears to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompass me. The pangs of soul laid hold on me. I suffer distress and anguish. Then I call upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray, save my life. Gracious is the Lord, and righteous our God is merciful. The word of the Lord. Dorothy, please come and read your New Testament story and share with us about her last resort being the light of hope. Welcome. Good morning. morning. Scripture is found in Mark chapter 5, starting with verse 21 and then skipping from 21 to 25 through 34. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him and he was by the sea. Now verse 25. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years. She had endured much under many physicians and had spent all that she had, and she was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. For she said, if I but touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately her hemorrhage stopped and she fell in her body, that she was healed of her disease. Immediately aware that power had gone forth from him, Jesus turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing in on you. How can you say, Who touched me? He looked all around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling, fell down before him, and told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Father God, I stand here before you thanking and praising you for your mercy and grace in my life, and not only in my life, but in the lives of those that are under the sound of my voice. Father, I ask that you just strip me of self, Lord. Just take away everything that is me and anoint me afresh with your Holy Spirit. I pray that you allow your spirit to speak through me, allow your preacher to preach through me. Father, I am just a vessel willing and and willing to be used by you, and I thank you in Jesus' name. When I read this scripture, I started off initially with the book of Luke. And, you know, in Luke, or Matthew, Mark, and Luke, this account of this woman is, is there. But as I continued to study and meditate upon this uh, scripture, God led me to Mark. And as I read it as late as yesterday, God was speaking to my heart and he was saying, what is, who is Jesus talking to in the scripture? And at first, you know, 
I didn't get the first the first chance the first opportunity to say it correctly. I said, "Well, he's talking to to the woman. You know, he's telling her, you know, I know who you are. You've been healed. Go in peace." No, nope, wrong answer. And I said, "Well, Lord, who is Jesus speaking to?" He said, "Think about it. Think about it." And I said, "Oh, wow. This is me. He's talking to me." And you're asking, what do you mean he's talking to you? This happened thousands of years ago. No, he's speaking to me. Because just like this woman in the scripture, I had a problem with hemorrhaging at one point in my life. The doctors could not figure out where I was hemorrhaging from. All they knew was that I was hemorrhaging and they were running tests. And they were telling me, well, be very careful because right now, even though women aren't considered bleeders, you are one. And I cried out to God as I was being wheeled in on the gurney into the, the emergency room. I said, Lord, you know, I've given my life to you. I gave up. I quit fighting you. And I'm trying to serve you. If you are done with me, then let me go in peace. Don't let me suffer this way. I said, but if you're not done with me, I want you to heal me. And I want you to heal me now. And he healed me. I felt his touch. So I, I really relate to this woman's account because I know that if you have faith, God can heal you from whatever affliction or malady that is attacking you, whether it be your finances, whether it be a health issue, whatever it is, God can heal you. This woman in this story, she had gone to so many doctors. She had tried so many remedies. And as I was reading one commentary, they were talking about, you know, it was like take three steps forward, two steps back, hop, you know, spin around. You know, they were just, some of them were ridiculous. And it didn't help. She got only worse. She had spent all that she had, which means that she was probably at this point homeless. But the bigger issue is she was considered unclean. In that day and age, if you were considered unclean, you were not allowed to have contact with anyone. And if you were caught having contact with anyone, they could stone you to death. So this woman had lost all hope, but then she heard about Jesus. She heard he was going to be in town. She immediately started making her plans to get to Jesus. She gets to the, she gets to the place where Jesus is at, and she's pressing through the crowd. Now, you have to understand, for 12 years, she had been hemorrhaging. That's 40, over 4,100 days that she had been hemorrhaging. So she was probably very weak. She probably was very, you know, she probably had smelled of death. And, and, you know, all these crowds of people just milling around Jesus. But she was so determined that she just pressed her way. She pressed her way. And she reached out and she touched the hem of his garment. She didn't even say, if I could just touch him. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his clothes, I know I will be healed. And as soon as she reached out and touched the hem of his garment, she was restored to health, good health, instantly. And instantly, Jesus knew that power had gone from him. And he turned and he said, who touched me? And his disciples, of course, and, you know, what do you mean? All these people milling around and you're asking who touched me? But Jesus was persistent. And I like that about Jesus. Our Savior doesn't give up on us. Even when we, we're clueless and we don't know what direction we're going, he does not give up on us. He is persistent. He pursues us. So he was looking for her in the crowd. Finally, she came forward, and she was afraid. 
She was afraid not only because she had done something that was against the law, she could have been stoned right there. She was afraid she didn't know what Jesus was going to say to her. And she tells him her story. She just humbly, you know, bows before him and, tr- and trembling in fear. And she tells him her, her life story, what had happened to her. And Jesus says to her, daughter. Now, that doesn't sound like he's getting ready to go off on her. Daughter, which means that you belong to me. You're part of the family. Daughter, your faith has healed you. He says, your faith has healed you. And what is faith? You know, in Hebrews it says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. She didn't know what was going to happen, but she believed in her heart of hearts that Jesus was the only one that would be able to cure her. She had tried everything that the world had to offer, but then she took a step in faith, blind faith, faith that this type of faith is not faith of the flesh, it's faith in spirit, and she touched him, and she, she touched his garment, and she was healed. And he said, daughter, thy faith has healed thee. Then he tells her, go in peace. In other words, don't worry about any kind of repercussion or retaliation. You're fine. You're going to be fine. Go in peace. And then he says, you know, you, you, have, you, you, know, you have been healed. In other words, he was confirming that she was completely healed of her malady. And that's such a beautiful story because today... When, you know, so many things are happening and we lose hope because it seems like everything is just so disparaging for us, that it's great to know that we have a Savior that we can lean and trust and depend on. We can hope against hope. There is nothing in this world that is too big for our Savior to to help us through. But we have to put a little bit of sweat equity in it. We have to have the faith. We have to show that we believe. Now, there's another story that surrounds that because... There was another man, but I wanted to focus on this woman because I can relate personally to this, that Jesus healed me when I cried out to him because I, I didn't even worry about the doctors. I didn't care what they had to say. I was worried about, okay, God, I'm right with you. If I'm right with you and you said I can come to you and ask you for anything and I will not be denied, well, then I'm telling you now. I'm asking you, heal me. And he healed me. That was back in 1987. And when I went to the doctor's office a few days later, he was sitting there scratching his head. And he's looking at me and just like, like I'm from another planet. And I just started laughing. And I walked in. I said, God's good, ain't he? He told me, get out of here. He says, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on with you. He said, one minute you're a bleeder. And he said, your time test is showing this. The next minute I can't find anything. That's what, how God works. So light of hope, we as a church and as a, as a body of believers, we have to hold on, on to the faith that we know that God is going to be there for us. And all we have to do is just walk in the way that he would have us to walk and pray and ask him for guidance so we can be a light of hope, a ray of hope for those that are unchurched, that are out there in the darkness trying to find a way into the light Let our light shine and have that faith, the grain of a mustard seed. Remember he said, if you have the faith, the grain of a mustard seed, you can say to the mountain or the mulberry bush, it depends which gospel you read, be gone and it's gone. Miracles aren't being wrought today because we're so busy making conditions. 
Well, Lord, if you do this, I'll do that. He doesn't ask us to do that. He asks us to go before him and ask him. We don't have to bargain with our Lord. If we truly believe and if we're truly trying to follow him and we're truly allowing him to be the captain of our life, to be the one who navigates us through this world, then we can go boldly before the throne of grace and we can ask anything in his name and he will give it to us. Amen? So as I read this and I thought about this woman and how he tells her daughter, first of all, in other words, you are part of, my, of the family. And then he says, your faith has made you well, which means that he's commending her. This was an object lesson for his disciples and other people that were there. He said, your faith has, has made you well. In a lot of cases, there were people that came there wanting something from Jesus, but they weren't giving up anything. They didn't have this level of faith that she had. He said, your faith has made you well. So he's like patting her on the back saying, you go, girl. Then he says, go in peace. Like, don't worry about anything happening to you. You know, you're going to be fine. There's nothing, nothing is going to happen to you negative. And then he says, and be healed of your disease. So he just sealed it. He sealed the deal for her. And that's what we want in, in this day and age. We want the Lord to say those same words to us, daughter or son. Your faith has healed thee. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. And I'm quite sure that those words were, they were probably, they sounded like, wow, she had hit the lottery. This woman was probably so happy. And she probably was saying, I'm free. Praise the Lord, I'm free. No longer bound. No more chains holding me. My soul is resting. It's just another blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free. Amen. God bless you.